You're listening to the Pure Fury Creations Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm. The following is a close to the heart presentation in association with the PFC Podcast Network and has been rated L for mature audiences only. Some language and dialogue may not be suitable for members of a family under 18 years of age. Hey everybody, Jason Klaus here, and before we get started with this week's show, I have to put up this disclaimer. This is it's kind of like the lost episode. This is the one that Amy and I recorded two weeks ago, and we had all kinds of issues. We, meaning me, not her, but all kinds of issues uh, getting this thing uploaded. And like for a little bit there, I thought I'd lost the file, like it was like gone. Uh, but I was able to retrieve it. I was able to salvage it. And what you're hearing is a week off. Um, so it's not as, you know, timely as it was when we recorded it, but it is still um, a very interesting episode. And Amy has a very unique take on this. And it was something that I really like I any any other recording, I probably would have just washed my hands of it and said, well, we tried it didn't work. And let's record something else. I really wanted this recording because she gets fired up. A little bit here and um, red assed Amy is is always entertaining so with that being said the real podcast begins right now welcome to a show that's as real as it gets if you're looking for niceness this is not it nope. <laughs> real topics real conversation of course you had to Go open up a can of worms. <laughs> I did. And probably some real controversy. Or like I'm I'm very blunt or whatever. It, it's only because like I really try to like say what's on my mind. It is like you kind of knew what was if you know who I am and you know what kind of person I am, like you knew it was coming. Jason Klaus. I mean, running on adrenaline, caffeine, and rage at this point. So let's roll. Amy Sheridan. Like, I have pains, I am old, and I have went through... This is The Real Podcast on the PFC Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm. Welcome to the Real Podcast here on the PFC Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm, along with Amy Sheridan. I'm Jason Klaus. Happy New Year to everybody. Thank you for tuning in this week. Um, We are starting our second year of campaign here on the show. Amy, um, Happy New Year to you, to the family. Good to see you after a couple weeks off here for the holidays. How's things? Yeah, good to see you too. Happy New Year. 
this episode is brought to you by Howie <laughs> <laughs> Howie's. Unofficially. And Cider Boy Strawberry Magic Apple Strawberry Hard Cider. <laughs> did, did we have I, a good day today? <laughs> I, I did, actually. I had a very good day. Actually, okay. I, I had a very good, like, like last hour. <laughs> I had a very good last hour. Earlier, it was definitely stressed out. Boy, do we have a show for you. We're going to kind of be bouncing off the rails with a couple different topics. So I uh, love episodes like that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. It's going to be great. (laughs) (laughs) This pizza is so delicious. Listen, I I just, I'm so glad that, uh, that the pizza is working out for you here. Oh my God. Um, a couple of things right out of the gate, uh, just kind of like peeling the curtain back a little bit. Um, this is the first episode of this show that is being recorded, uh, at least on, on my part of it, from the new Jeff Klaus Memorial Studio for PFC Podcast Network. Very much a work in progress, but uh one of the one of the uh, goals that i have set for this network this year and like i ain't fucking around and waiting like it's it's you know it's time to get the shit rolling uh yeah. so yeah, uh, well i mean it's uh it's like i said it's a work in progress still very much yeah. getting shit in here and and organized and set up like i just got uh <clears throat> the wi-fi hooked up uh, yesterday, and if you don't mind me going on on a sidebar real quick here, no, a couple of weeks ago, uh, we had made mention, you know, internet woes with uh, with a certain provider uh, in our area, uh, in 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 the Lapeer area. Uh, I thought maybe as I came to a a new town um, that. I would have better, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to choose my words very carefully. I, I want to be diplomatic here, Amy, but I have to tell you, I'm not fucking impressed with a particular communications company that begins with the letter X, okay? <laughs> <laughs> There's only one, dude. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by the letter X. <laughs> and F and U and so you know how it is and, and we talked about it a while ago and it started unfolding in real time for me like you explained your your situation with it as I'm embarking on this I'm like I am very much going through the same shit that Amy went through so you know you order the service and like they could have mailed me all of the equipment that I needed to get the Wi-Fi hooked up in here. I didn't want cable. I didn't need cable. I just need Wi-Fi in here, right? Right. Um, but it was going to be like three to five days. So I'm like, well, no, I ain't doing that. I'll just I'll just go to the store and pick it up, right? right? So I 
put in the I I ordered the service and like everything was good to go. I went to our local location. Um went in there thinking that it was just going to be hey i ordered shit and like it's ready for me i just got a text message why don't you just hand me my stuff and i'll be on my way and well you you know then they tell you well you got to download the app and all this stuff to hook all your stuff up i'm like not a problem so i get in there and i explain what i'm doing well sir you you have to make an appointment i have to make an appointment for what uh i'm i'm (laughs) I'm guessing that in one of these little uh, storage bins here is the stuff with my name on it that I've ordered. All you got to do is reach over there and grab it. Yeah, I paid for that. Uh, I'm not signing up for cellular service. I don't need to talk to anybody. That's why I went this route. Sir, there's, you know, nine people ahead of you. Okay, are they all here to pick up new equipment too? Because yeah. I know that's not the case because I'm looking at all these cubicles and they're talking about cell phones. They're talking about, you know, c- cable packages and all this shit. And, like, I'm already annoyed. Yeah. I'm like, I was like, fine. You know. So I wait and I wait and I wait. Get the shit. Go home. I come home. And, like, there's wires dropped in to like the basement area of the house and um, the individual that we are renting the house from uh, says, you know, it's their Xfinity cables. Oops. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> uh, Wait now. It is what it is. They're, they're the cables from the provider and all this other shit. And I'm like, all right, so this, this should be a done deal. They're like, all I got to do is hook it up, download the app, get everything synced up. I'm off rocking and rolling. No, it's not. Um, the cables that are coming in here have are not hooked up to the box outside or whatever the case is. So they have to send out a technician. And which is fine. Great. Wonderful. Send out the technician. Uh, make the appointment uh, for yesterday. And, you know, they give you that two-hour block of time, you know. And it was uh, really 9 p.m. Uh, mine was 3 to 5. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> then they tell me that they're going to charge me $100 for the, the service technician to come out. Standard practices is what they told me. Anytime a technician comes out, um, it's $100. It's their fucking problem. So... I, I, I said, okay, like I knew like immediately I'm like, this is not going to work for me, but I'm not going to get into a pissing contest with the, with the tech support that's probably working from home. And like, they, this is not their problem. I will handle it with billing when it becomes a thing. Right. I just want somebody here. Cause I didn't want to throw any wrenches in the works until I got my shit hooked up. Yeah. Um, so I was like, whatever, send the, send the guy out and we'll just make it happen. Now, um, yesterday comes and the, the dude shows up and, uh, he's, he's trying to say that, well, you know, there's no power coming in. There's this, there's that. So we're going to have to run a new line in and, we have to put it at this part of the house, the central part of the house, because it's, it's a bigger house. 
uh, to make sure that you get Wi-Fi all throughout. But you probably won't get Wi-Fi all throughout because it is such a big house and you're going to have to spend $100 to get these expanders or whatever the fuck it is that, that they call them to make sure that there's you know, compatible Wi-Fi throughout the entire house. And I'm like, well, let's just get the shit hooked up and we'll see how it goes. We'll go from there. And if I decide that this is something that we need, then I will I'll cross that bridge. When I get it, just get the shit turned on. Uh, hour and a half, hour, 45 minutes later. Um, gets everything hooked up. Everything's working great. I come down here today. And I'm getting ready to jump on here with you. And like I had all my podcast equipment sitting on this table that's in the studio here. Because again, I'm still getting shit in here. Like I just had to get something up and running so that we could record the show. Right. And um, I'm looking around on the carpet. There's carpet down, Berber carpet. And I'm seeing all these little black nuggets all over the fucking place. And I'm like, what in the hell is this? I pick it up and it's cut piece of the cable. Like just all over the fucking floor. Okay. All right. I'm going to let that, I'm going to let it go. I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed. I'm going to let it go. I come into the studio. Now, I'm already in a not so great mood because as we're recording that we're recording this on January the 5th, right? January 5th is my mom's birthday. And this is a very emotional day for me. I'm already pissed off. I'm alone in this house. I am not in a good mood. I'm missing my mom terribly. I come down here and there's black fucking pieces of cable cut cable all over my carpet. Again, I'm going to let it go. And then I come in here. And there is fucking sawdust all over my shit, all in my headset, all over the mixer, all over the fucking laptop, all over my pictures. I'm pissed. Do you take pictures? Oh, yeah. Good. Went to the, uh, then, ironically, because I have notifications turned on to uh the xfinity app and it says your bill is now ready to view so i click on it your your bill my my bill (laughs) that's due at the end of the month okay sure as shit there's a hundred dollar charge on there so i call i'm not even fucking with text support i'm not even texting the call person like i am getting somebody on the phone right fucking now. And it took me a good five minutes before I actually got to a live human. God bless their soul after you were done with them. (laughs) So the first person comes on and um, a gentleman comes on and he starts, you know, hi, my name is whatever it was, how can I help you? I was like, I'm going to save you a whole lot of time. I want a supervisor. And he's like, well, maybe I can help. You cannot. (laughs) Are you a supervisor? No, sir. Then you cannot help me. So (laughs) save you and me a bunch of time right now and transfer, transfer me to a supervisor 
right now. Sure enough. I mean, within like 45 seconds, uh, another gentleman comes out. And I explain the situation. And first, I'm explaining how the tech came in here and left pieces of the cable all over my carpet, which I, which I told him I was fine with. But when I walked into my podcast studio, all of my, like thousands of dollars of equipment is covered in fucking sawdust. Yeah. Unprofessional, right? Um, sir, I'm very sorry. And this and the other thing. And uh, I was like, okay. I was like, and the next thing that we're we're going to talk about is this hundred dollar service fee that is attached to my bill that I've had service for officially for twenty four fucking hours. Right. And well, sir, this is you know standard practices, and I was like, I'm going to stop you right now. This is the way it's going to go. You are. I was like, I am a brand new customer with your company, brand new. And this is what I'm experiencing right out of the gate. So if you are insistent on me paying the $100 service fee for to fix a problem that I inherited, like I am renting this house and like I walk in and your equipment's not working and I'm going to be charged $100 for, for this. No. So if you are insisting that I pay this the service fee i'm going to save us both a tremendous amount of time and effort you can send somebody out here right now to pick up the equipment it will be at the end of my driveway right and that will be the last amount that i will ever be paying you right well wouldn't you know it they went ahead and knocked off the hundred dollar service fee when you know it and they're going to have a talk with with the 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 technician about how he leaves people's property i says well that's fine and like if i go to fire my shit up and it doesn't work you're also going to be taking this amount however much it's going to be to fix it out of his paycheck because you people are paying for it i'm not right luckily for them houses (laughs) huh i said they just can't be fucking up people's houses that's just ridiculous just ridiculous so but um so far so good like i don't feel like i have sawdust in my ear holes so that's good well you don't sound Uh, like you have sawdust in your ear (laughs) i don't know how does sound like you know what does i don't know i don't know maybe regardless i don't know Well, as we uh, embark on our various array of, you know, a variety of sound effects, what's on your mind? That, that, that was my 10-minute rant. There's no, no, it's just, it's just perfectly fine. It, it kind of fits into this theme. So I'm just going to go ahead and skip over the Christmas shit because Christmas was fine. Both sides. Yep. Great. Christmas. Good. Done. Over with. Okay. Yay. Happy New Year. Played some fucking euchre. All right. Cool. Now that we're through that, I don't know if you went down the rabbit hole in between Christmas and New Year. I totally went down the rabbit hole. And as a matter of fact, I had to contact our 
other colleague in this matter um, of the, you know, the, the, I keep on wanting to call it totally 80s. <laughs> Power tripping through the 80s, which appears Wednesday here on the PFC Podcast Network. Yes, thank you. Um, you can't be promoting his stuff because, again, we're fighting for ratings over here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the bell of the ball, man. Like, I'm in the middle of <laughs> both of this shit. <laughs> ah, it's going to be like a war. Um. So I, yes, I had to confer with, with our colleague, Sean Grugel on it. Did you go down the, um, oh, what the fuck was his name? Mark Vengeance rabbit hole? Did you, did you see it? No, I have no idea what no. you're talking about. I, no, no, I did not go on what? social media over the holidays. Oh my God. I barely did either, but like, no, he, I have no idea what in the hell you're talking about. Okay, so there is this. So Sean, Sean had called out because you know Sean is a worker. Sean had called out this this other worker. His name is Matthew Breeding. I don't give a fuck. I will just say his name, Matthew Breeding, who claimed that he had cancer. And come to find out like this Matthew breeding is a, you know, an independent wrestling worker. I heard he's the shits. I don't know. I've never <laughs> fucking seen him, but right. from every single person that I've seen their posts and shit, like he's, he's the shits in which actually, I mean, looking at his, like his gimmick, I mean, it, you can tell he's the shits. So <laughs> he should be on the trash bag wrestling site. Oh so, shit. Okay. It, We're on that level. <laughs> yes. I mean, it is fucking <laughs> bad. Like he's got this stupid ass shirt that looks like it's a uh, Jack Daniels bottle that says something about himself being an asshole, you know, because that's, you know, I don't know. That's just on his profile pic. And, and if that's, you know, if that's his shit, whatever, I don't know. I don't know this dude, but, but Sean called him out and said, I can't fucking believe you, you know, like you don't joke about having cancer. And like, he said he had cancer and that he was going to like, not, you know, not wrestle for a while and was totally like garnering all this attention and then come to find out like he doesn't have cancer and like he deleted his post and all this shit. And it was like incredibly fucked up. So he gets on there and he like this Matthew breeding guy and like, before I go into like what he started saying, um, Levites, when he said this stuff, like he said it very tactfully, you know, it was just a very like management way of saying like, I don't want nothing to do with you. I think you're a piece of shit and you should fucking quit now. Like, because it, I'm making it my personal mission to blackball your ass because this is completely unacceptable, which it absolutely is. You know, as someone we had a situation like this in MWO. So out you like oh my god, did you? And and that's just that's fucking crazy to me. Because like I've had cancer, Sean had a cancer scare, like he was first diagnosed, 
with cancer. And then he was just like, oh, no, it's this instead. And he still like went probably even more extensive surgeries than what he would have, you know, had it not been for that. It's just it's insane. Like there's there's all these there's these workers I know that like their daughter died of cancer. Like this is something you don't even fuck around with, you know, One of my old friends, their fucking son had cancer, you know, like brain cancer. And he's doing great. But like, it's like the hardest thing to fucking have to go through. And this dude just make like made a fucking mockery out of it, you know, claiming that he had fucking colon cancer or some shit. I don't even know, because, again, I, I don't know this fucking guy from Adam. So in any case. Sean had messaged his stuff very tactfully, you know, but very, very forward, very straightforward. Just told him, hey, look, dude, this ain't cool. Dude got on there, started arguing with all these fucking people on Sean's post saying like, oh, you don't know me. Like, I'm going to blow this whole thing open and I'm going to ruin fucking indie wrestling and I'm going to sue you guys for slander. And it's like, dude, like, you fucking know what slander means, you idiot. Like, you posted it yourself, like, on your own fucking Facebook. And that shit is, like, that is public information. Like, you fucking do this shit to yourself. It is not slander. Um, but he's just sitting there, like, I'm in a, I'm about to ruin fucking indie wrestling and Michigan indie wrestling and you guys are like bullshit and I'm going to see my lawyer in the morning. Next thing you know, like as he's writing all of this stuff, he just stops. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, there became this profile, this and it was named Mark Vengeance. And it was even fucking spelled wrong. And let me tell you, <laughs> this Matthew fucking breeding dude he can't spell worth a shit either. Like, I noticed that in all of his replies and stuff, like, words were constantly, like, fucking misspelled. I mean, if anyone is going to call it his fucking grammar, it's me. <laughs> so, right. you know, and I, I didn't post anything on the on the site or whatever, but all of a sudden this Mark Vengeance profile comes up. And he starts, Mark Vengeance starts saying, I am going to fucking ruin Michigan indie wrestling. And he's like, fuck you, Levi. Fuck you, blah. Fuck you, blah. You know, like named a couple of people. And these people just so happened to be the same people that were calling him out about this fucking, uh, calling out Matthew Breeding um, with his, his cancer bullshit. Then all of a sudden he starts like, he starts like unearthing the secrets of of indie wrestling, which really aren't secrets, you know. Like, it, they're just not really secrets, you know. It's it's not like he just fucking blew something wide open and everyone's like, oh my god, you know. But he started saying some like really bad shit, like just posted, and then all of a sudden. Like, out of nowhere, this Matthew Breeding guy, like, goes on to this Mark Vengeance profile and is, like, arguing with Mark Vengeance and talking to him and saying, oh, no, I can't believe you're, yeah, like, like, interacting with Mark Vengeance when, like, 
barely anybody else's because mind you, it's a brand new fucking profile, a brand new profile that was just made. So he starts arguing and, and interacting with this, this Mark vengeance. And then all of a sudden he's like, well, everyone fucking thinks it's me. So why don't you just prove them wrong? And Mark vengeance gets on there. And of course, Matthew breeding. I don't know if you know this, but like on Facebook, like when you're online, it gives you like a little green light. And when you're yeah. offline, it gives you like a, it's either like a gray bubble or a red bubble. So like, I noticed that Matthew Breeding's bubble kept going out when Mark Vengeance was posting stuff. <laughs> and when Mark Vengeance was dark, Matthew Breeding's bubble was green. So it was kind of like, who the fuck are you trying to kid? And mind you, he's still like going around saying, it's not me. And the only, the only nice thing that this Mark Vengeance, you know, because he was killing the dirt you know he said shit about like joe bird and um fucking truth martini and like just all these fucking people out of the detroit scene including like levi he said levi was like a wash up has been and mind you like all this shit is seriously like misspelled it was like he was talked to texting and just hit send before you know like and he was drunk or something Um, but it was, it was so incredibly ridiculous. And so like, I'm starting to go around and like, I'm really trying to watch what this Matthew breeding is saying on everyone else's web websites, like all their, you know, all their pages. So like, I'm, I'm so seriously invested in this and I'm down the rabbit hole and people are fucking making podcasts about it. And they're like, who is this Mark Vengeance? And everyone's kind of throwing out their guesses. But mainly they were like, oh, well, it's got to be breeding, you know. And then they were throwing out a couple other people. And I was just like, I don't even know those motherfuckers. But and I don't know any of you fucks like, but I know who this is. And I'm not I never even met this dude in my life. Never even heard about him until Sean posted something. And like I knew it was him. And it just took like just just a couple minutes, but like everyone was in such a frenzy. And it was it was so crazy. I can't believe you missed it. It was like one of the best get your popcorn and you know fucking sit here and watch the show. It it was just one of the best ones. (laughs) See, and like he was spitting out some fucking crazy shit like Michigan wrestling like the indies are so full of fucking hep C and so and so that's bleeding has hep C you know hope you guys enjoy getting diseases blood diseases and so and so beats his wife um, on so and so I mean the shit that this dude was posting And some of it you could tell was like completely either fake or embellished. Like there's just no fucking way, you know, it, it, it it was, it was fucking crazy. It was so crazy. And I'm just like, what, what a crazy draw for attention. And so of course I had to call Sean and I was like, well, I texted him first. I was like, when you get a minute, you need to call me because I have got, I I know 
who this smart vengeance is. And so he like calls me like a minute later. He's like, what's your theory? And I'm just like, I feel like I'm such a little gasper because <laughs> I'm so invested in this. It's like some of the greatest form of entertainment that I needed just to get my mind off shit in the holiday season. And it was perfect. And so I, I told him what I noticed and he goes, oh yeah. Like, I, I know it's breeding. Like, you, you just know. And he's like, this shit. He's saying, like, everything that he was saying in Levi, or, you know, Sean's post to begin with. So it was, oh, my God. It was so great. I really wish you could have just, just saw it. Just saw it. <laughs> well, a couple of things as you're laying this out. So this must be kind of what tied in i ran into a former mwo roster member that i hadn't seen in a, in a while um at one of the local stores here and like i feel like this must be what he tried to start talking to me about and i shut it down uh for a couple of reasons and it, it just kind of hammers home a lot of things as you're laying this out uh, first of all, it seems like this is an individual that either uh, was disassociated or was removed from a promotion or in in some way or another had his hand slapped or it was a reality check. His ego couldn't take it and like he's, you know, his feelings are hurt. And because of that and, and the inability to properly process such feelings as a fucking adult. Yeah. And a professional. This is what we do nowadays. We go on social media, make fake accounts. And what it seems like is, is a scenario as if mankind was having a fucking argument with dude love. Yes. Uh, yes, it was. It was so hilarious. You know, when you start seeing that kind of thing going on, like, yeah, that really hammers home what you're dealing with in terms of the mentality of an individual. And, you know, had I seen that, I would have backed right the fuck away from it because this is what they want. They want attention. You know, they are obviously not getting it for from whatever it is that they were hoping to get it from. And like I said, it was, it's, it's a kick to the ego and their feelings are hurt and they're going to make that known because something's lacking. Right. Yeah. Now the other part of that is number one, this is the kind of shit that I steer away from in social media. And this is why I did not want to be on social media over, over the holidays in case this did come across my radar. Yeah. And Lastly, in in this, this is exactly why I got out of the fucking business. This mentality is fucking ignorant. I know. And it is it, it was not not solely, not solely, but it was a contributor to the deterioration of my passion for the business on right. this level because of stupid shit like this. Now, when you start calling out people like Sean Grugel, who has more than established a one of the good reputations in this industry, in this state. And th this right here, this kind of behavior by this other gentleman um, is why the indie scene in the state of Michigan is considered a fucking joke. Right. Uh, it, on the 
on the grand scheme, with the exception of few. You know what I mean? Like there are some standouts. There are standout promotions that are actually trying to restore positive credibility in the industry. Okay. I think of XICW, I think of IWE. Yeah. Uh, and just because, you know, I know what the people that are at the helm of those organizations, like I know what their intentions are either personally, or I know enough about them per, uh, professionally to have that kind of opinion. Right. But the problem was, is that everybody started giving this, this guy attention and he, and they, and it snowballed. Had it been shut down now, I am not discounting the fact that he needed to be called out for faking a cancer scare just in an effort to to garner some sort of attention. I have feelings about that. I have very strong feelings about that because like I said, I encountered as a promoter and as a person, I encountered a similar c- circumstance where a worker came to me and said that they were dying, but that was not the case. It wasn't necessarily cancer but they told me that they were very, very sick and that they were dying and like come to find out that's not what was happening. Okay. So yeah, that bullshit needs to be called out on. Yeah. But as soon as it went from that core issue to the state of the business on, on the independent level in Michigan, it should have been shut the fuck down by everybody. Because what it did is it gave him attention. He now thinks that he is somebody, which is what he wanted to begin with. And he got exactly what, what he wanted because everybody fed fed into it. But that does not, and I'll say it again, that does not discount the fact that he needed, if he, if he pulled a bullshit cancer scare for attention or what have you, yeah, that needs to be called out for the complete and total fucktard that that individual is fundamentally. Right. Well, and I don't even think like half the people that were commenting, in which I will say that there was not like a shit ton of people commenting on the posts. You know, like there was a couple of them where like they were kind of arguing amongst themselves about it. Like, or Matthew, because Matthew Breeding was the one that was, like, commenting on almost every single post that this, this Mark Vengeance posted. And people were getting on there and, like, arguing with, with Mr. Breeding about, you know, like, certain shit, like, yeah, dude, we all know it's you, you know, like, cut the fucking act. So nobody was, like, there was like maybe maybe three people that were actually interacting with the profile itself like commenting and then the rest of them kind of like they were just like me you know where it's like I didn't say nothing I didn't comment on nothing I didn't like nothing like I was just literally reading and just bouncing back and forth between the two profiles to try to figure out whether or not if it was him because then there was some guy that came on there because then he started like pleading for his innocence and he was like this Matthew breeding and was like it's not me I swear to God and blah 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 it's not me 
Is that him? And, uh, yep, that's him. Okay. And, um, I mean, doesn't he look like a fucktard? Oh, just terrible. Um, so then it was kind of like the post started even more. And the only nice thing that this Mark Vengeance ever said was, well, Breeding is an okay wrestler. And it's like, how are you going to say one nice thing when you're spilling out all this, this shit, you know, post after post after post. And that lasted, the profile lasted like a day and a half. I don't think that Mr. Breeding could keep up with all of his shit. And next thing you know, after, after the profile ended and like, you know, got, I don't know if it got shut down per se, or if Matt deleted it, like getting kind of scared because then people start talking about like tracing IP addresses. Mm-hmm. And, um, Oh, that's funny you say that because I just looked on here. It says, how do I look, how do I look an IP address off someone's Facebook profile? <laughs> Now the one above that is the first sentence is so my my in ring career is officially without a doubt done. Um, whether or not I come back in the non physical role like run New Breed again is up in the air at this point because it says that he runs New Breed Wrestling. What the fuck is that? I had never heard okay. of that. So he got kicked out of a couple of promotions because he faked the cancer and he faked like a couple other weird injuries that you know he never had anything like he faked like an an ankle injury said he needed surgery and then all of a sudden he was like a month later without having the surgery like he claimed oh no i'm i'm great i'm i'm about to make my in-ring wrestling debut again and and so people kind of blackballed him before and so what he did was he turned around and he started his his own promotion because that's what hats do when they've been blackballed and when they're not you know they're not good at wrestling is they start new promotions for themselves so that they can book themselves and have things you know the way that it wants to be ran but then right after he deleted the mark vengeance profile all of a sudden like the very next day he posted something about going to the doctor and he said i'm like i'm I'm out. I can no longer wrestle. I just went to the doctors and they told me I have this growth, this like bone tumor thing on the base of my skull. And if I get hit wrong, like it will, I will die or some, some fucking shit. So he came up with like a new ailment to not be able to wrestle anymore because he then really got blackballed from the mm-hmm. end. So the press, yeah, I, did you, are you reading that one? I, I'm, I'm reading a bunch of this. Like, I'm just kind of skimming through here. Um, uh, Cause you can get, you can kind of get a feel for an individual. If you really are looking at, at what's going on here. And this is an individual that lacks a lot of attention in his life. And in turn, like he equates that to self-esteem. Um, because like one is on here and I, I'm not, I mean, 
paraphrasing, but it's like, mark my words, this will be the last Christmas Eve that I'm going to be single. This time next year, I will be engaged. I know. Well, so that. Uh, it's like, really? Is that what you're. Apparently, he's been engaged like a bunch of times and he's got like a bunch of kids and. um, I don't know. It, there's just there's there's something there's something wrong with him. He needs to go get help is actually what he needs. You know, yeah. I don't want of anyone with a, a mental health illness. And I definitely think he has one. I, I think he has a couple mental health issues going on and, and he just needs to get some help. But if there was ever a time that I was so glad that I was not in the indie, you know, especially the Detroit indie scene, it was this past Christmas. <laughs> okay, so I'm looking at. <laughs> what are you? What? What are you looking at? I'm looking at his pictures. Now, if you're a worker, generally speaking, you've got pictures of you working, right? So far, (laughs) the closest thing that I have seen to him being in a gimmick in terms of being a worker is apparently a bullshit (laughs) cosplay of The Undertaker. What in the fuck is this? I Listen, hadn't I'm, seen that. I didn't even look I, through the pictures. I, I'm not, look, I don't know this individual. Um, I really don't. I don't want to. I'm just going on what I'm being told here and based on what he has. Um, oh, well, it does. He does have a flyer here. Um, new breed, June 27th. New Baltimore's own Matthew Breeding versus Michigan's legend, the Soul Taker, um, Michael McMahon, who is a well-known worker in 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 the state. Uh, but that's the only there is a there is a picture of him and Kim Buckman. Yeah. So, um. So, I mean, obviously he knows people in the business and I'm not, you know, Kim has, you know, she's been around to a lot of different organizations and documented events, you know, with her camera and stuff like that. And I mean, he's got some flyers on here, but there's no in-ring pictures other than that thing that I'm going to, I'm going to have to assume it was a Halloween costume because if this is how this motherfucker actually presents himself, um, it's not really all it's that appealing. Not, I have seen a couple flyers because he has worked for some Detroit promotions. Like mm-hmm. I know how, and I know, I know the way he was talking on some of his posts that he was posting on other sites, like that he was discouraged because like the people he was working were like kind of the shits and, you know, like posting that kind of stuff. But, um, he had, like, I had looked at a couple of these flyers to see who else was on the show and stuff. 
and you know it it looked like it was you know some some good shows but the picture like when he actually made the flyer it was literally him talking into a mic with a pair of fucking he had like a pair of jeans on and one of those like fake jack daniels shirts it was you know like faded black with the fucking white weird logo on it and it said something about being an asshole and it was like really like someone put you on a fucking flyer when you look like that when you go to the ring and i i did someone else had posted a couple photos at of him like actually working and they were outside shows and it had you know kind of a decent draw i i don't know what promotion it was for but um he was wearing the same thing the same weird like off-brand jack daniels type t-shirt faded black with a little pony nub and some fucking jeans and it was just it reminded reminded (laughs) me of you know black jack haynes who used to so it reminds me of his gimmick but he actually has a gimmick that is is like that like his style of dress matches like his actual gimmick. I don't know what the fuck this dude's gimmick is, but his style matches Black Jack Haynes. And with somebody when their name is Matthew Breeding, I mean, Jesus, like you couldn't have had like a better real wrestling name, you know, than something that has to do with breeding or breed or, you know what I mean? Besides yeah. him, kids. So, um, you know, I, I just thought he's incredibly not creative when it comes to his gimmick, or maybe he just simply doesn't have the money to do so. But then again, you know, if you're, because I, you know, I know that shit's expensive, but that's when you hit up the fucking sales and shit, like after Halloween. And, you know, he could have had an awesome gimmick. When I hear, when I hear the name breed or breeding, you know, or brood, I think of black and red. I think of fire. I, I, I don't know why. I think of like dripping blood, you know, well, you're like, thinking of the brood from WWF, you right. know, that that's the first thing that comes to mind, that vampire gothic yeah. type type of yeah. feel to it. Yeah. And he just doesn't have any of that there's like nothing he just has a pair of fucking jeans some tennis shoes and a fucking knockoff jack daniel shirt that doesn't even say jack daniel so i don't know well listen <laughs> and it's faded it, black there is nothing worse than a faded black fucking t-shirt that shit irritates me and makes me think of like 1992 you know, you might as well come out with a fucking faded black t-shirt with some fucking lightning bolts and a wolf right in the middle of your fucking stomach. <laughs> like, that's what that shit reminds me of. Well, listen. I'm just, you know, and I don't know this fuck two ways from Sunday, so. I guess, you know, like, like I said, I like I... What you brought to me was the first I had, I had heard of this. And, well, well. like, that is, 
that is my reaction to it. That's just kind of how I see it based on my experiences with dealing with these types of individuals. And like, I feel like I've got him pegged pretty good. Uh, even if he doesn't want to admit that and that's fine. Um, but you know, a lot of this, and it goes back to, he needed attention and he got it, you know, even for what it was, he got his attention. Well, Um, I'm so glad, like as, as quick as it got hype or, you know, the buzz around it, it was done within it was like you got good entertainment for a, like a solid 38 hours you know right. and, and and then it was just done like because the profile was done and he finally stopped fucking commenting on other people's shit that was done and then he just started posting on like his own profile which i guess if that's you know that that's the best way to do it if you you know if that's the kind of shit I don't know. Like, I I think he knew that he was being cornered. And so he ended all this shit, so. Oh, he, yeah. He he booked himself right into the corner and had nowhere to go. You know, because he's not as smart, clearly, as he thought he was. Like, he wasn't fooling anybody. He doesn't, and apparently he didn't know how Facebook operated. I, um, like, if, if you don't know the basics of how Facebook operates you probably shouldn't be on the shit because you're going to get cornered just like you did let me go on a step further if you don't know how to fucking spell if you do not know how to spell you shouldn't be on facebook period period well people are are counting on autocorrect you know that's what it is it was it was like when you were reading all of these posts, it's like you really had to focus on what the fuck you were reading. Otherwise, well, not even otherwise, like you got a headache after reading so many of them. <laughs> it was it was so messed up. And like I was just wanting to go on every single post and being like, it's apostrophe S period, comma, you know. <laughs> What would have been funny (laughs) is if you had screenshot it and then with the red markup thing, you know, circle this and, you know, cross this out. You meant this instead of that period instead, you know, use a fucking period every now and again to establish one sentence from another. You know, I thinking about it now, I should have. But the thing is, is that. No, nobody that was on there even know who like they they don't fucking know me this is like a whole new fucking crop like i'm you know i'm just the old fucking ring announcer you know there there's only a a fucking handful of people that would have even known who i was so at that point like why open myself up to ridicule when i don't know this dude and i'm sitting here doing it to him like you know treat others how you want to treat it eh but it was, it was certainly fun to watch. Certainly, certainly fun to watch. Well, I'm glad I missed that. So. <laughs> oh man, no, it was so good. It was kind of like this weird, and and I turned it kind of into like this like little mystery game for me. You know, like, hmm, who is this? Is this Matthew Brede? Like, it sure is coincidental. And then like I fell down the rabbit hole and I started clicking everywhere. 
and it, you know, and then the next day I was like, oh, it's gone. Like, <laughs> and I, I was, I was so disappointed because like, I just, I wanted to figure it out more. <laughs> so Even, this is one of those scenarios where that Michael Jackson gif was created where he's sitting there eating a popcorn in the movie theater from, from the thriller video. There were a couple of those memes that were there couple of those memes and you know what while we're on the topic of fucking people posting memes and posting shit to get under other people's skin i'm just gonna go out on a limb here and and tell all of our listeners that when you post a fucking meme about somebody else just to get under their skin you look so fucking pathetic just goddamn pathetic and that is all i'm gonna say about that now we should move on okay um i don't know how to make the transition from that to what i'm fixing to uh to, to address Ooh, what are you uh, address? well it just something something like well after after new year's day i got back on Facebook to, well, I had to do an address on, you know, for the network on our private page there and let, you know, let you guys know what was happening on my end and the the scheduling changes that are coming and all of that. But um, a friend of the show, friend of yours made a pretty significant announcement here the other day that I saw uh, Liz, uh, who had come on the show, announced her retirement from roller derby. I was kind of surprised to to see that. Oh, my God. I am so... The love I have in my heart for that woman is just so huge because she's just so fucking real, you know? Yeah. And... Her decision, and I, oh, God, I know it was a tough one. I know it was a tough one because this is one of these situations where, like, she actually got to decide. It wasn't like it was taken from her. You know, like, the hardest decisions are the ones that you have to make yourself. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, it's, it's so easy to fall into that, that pattern of, you know, being angry with a decision that was taken from you. But when push comes to shove, the hardest is when you actually have to make it yourself. And there, there are so many things that she like do and doesn't want to be necessarily responsible for. And goddamn, do I applaud her? Because I I told her, you know, when we initially had had the conversation, she was telling me um, what, like, she was feeling, how she was feeling, you know, like, she was down and just, like, not, I don't know, not thinking the best. And I'm just like, listen, like, only you are going to know when it's time. But the thing is, is that this doesn't have to be permanent. Like, she can... Just stop because, you know, she was part owner of, you know, this particular league. So it was like, it wasn't just Derby she was playing. It was an entire fucking league that she was running. And that shit is fucking hard. You know, like, 
it's hard as hell to fucking run a league, even when you have like two people running the league. It's still hard, you know, especially when you're trying to like come back from COVID and trying to get, you know, renewed interest. And she had, it just kind of like consumed her life. And I told her, listen, like you do not have to say goodbye to Derby forever. Like you can, you can fucking just hang up your fucking skates, do what you got to do, do what you want to do. And shit, when it comes back around, like if you get the fucking edge, put back on your skates and just be a rogue skater. And for those that don't know what a rogue skater is, it's a skater that can join all these scrimmages and non-sanctioned games um, without a league affiliation. So it's just a skater that is not a part of a league but knows how to play roller derby. They can, for a fee, join into like a scrimmage, a mixed scrimmage, or you know, a regular like female scrimmage or a non-sanctioned bout in case someone needs to borrow skaters because they're, you know, their own, like they don't have enough players for their team. So like, and, and there are, there are so many opportunities to do so. And it's like, she knows the game. She's good at it. I, I think that she has gone as far as what she can with what she has when it comes to the league. But I was in so much support of her, like, dropping the league and focusing on other shit. Because there are, like, so many things that she wants to do. And there's so many things that she's, like, super good at, you know? And, like, she's going to get into, like, um, speed races with her fucking horses. Like, how fucking cool is that, you know? Like, I can't wait. I cannot wait to see what she does next. And she is just an incredible person. And, you know, I, I support her decision. Like, I think that this is the best. I think it's going to take a lot of shit off her plate. I think she's going to be less stressed and she'll be able to focus more on things that like really make her happy with, you know, with knowing that at any point she can put her skates back on and go do the damn thing. I, uh, I was impressed with her from the first conversation that I had with her, you know, within like the first, first 10 minutes, like you kind of, I kind of get a pretty good feel for most people. Um, at least, I mean, if there's a red flag, it usually materializes within that first 10 minutes. That certainly was not the case with her. I, yeah. uh, any, any conversation that I've had with her, like I have, I have a lot of, a lot of respect just because of the way she presents herself. Like yeah. you said, very real very authentic. Yes. Uh, so when I saw that, uh, she had, you know, made a pretty emotional post about it. And like, I can relate, you know, I can relate to coming to terms or coming to the decision of either close, you know, closing a chapter on a significant part of your life or, you know, walking away from something that had, you know, been a big part of who and what you are. Or like I told, like not a lot of people understand that on the level that that I do. So I can, like uh, my my heart went out to her because I can imagine, I can imagine the thought process that went into that. And you know, she had made mention of reaching out and having conversations with people that she knew and trusted and respected before she made this decision. 
Uh, I totally get that. So uh, for her to make this call and to, you know, be confident in it, like that's, that's big. Yeah. And, and you know, I have, I've made mention on the air here, look, door is always open. If, you know, if she finds herself bored or needs a new endeavor, like she's more than welcome to come back on any of the shows here on the network and just for, you know, share her knowledge on whatever the fuck it is that we may be talking about on that day. Yeah. So yeah, I thought that was really cool. Uh, I mean, not cool, but like I, I appreciated her approach at it to it, you know, put, putting it out there and, uh, Everybody, so, you know, a lot of you and, and your decision, too, because I mean, it's not like someone broke your fucking legs and you're like, yep, can't wrestle anymore. Sorry, not going to be able to run the shows, you know, like right. it's it's so much harder when you're making the decision. And it's even more hard when it's like your baby, you right. know, a lot. You've been in business or you were in business for decades decades man you know right. and, and she even though she wasn't in business for decades you know she ran a, a league for years and it's like it's just so it's it's just so taxing and it's it's also got that you know disappointment that it didn't reach and and I don't know if this is you know the way that you felt because you guys definitely were in business a lot longer and reached so many highs well that derby league like didn't wasn't able to get to that point and it wasn't like any fault of hers or the other co-owners you know it was just literally the the timing the timing of it sucked so bad it was like you know they they finally broke free a very toxic you know, toxic league and they just, you know, started their own and they worked so hard and flyered and marketed and, you know, tried to, you know, get renewed skater interest. And they were faced with roadblocks during COVID when it came to, you know, practicing so much so that like they started practicing at other leagues, you know, stuff just to get some practice time in. And then, you know, like they had a, a solid spot and sometimes like when you have some of the good things that that are like involved with it and then you know like but the majority of it is kind of it's 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 hard to explain it's just it's hard to let go of that situation because some of the things that were so good about it it's like oh my god now i got to let go and I just, I absolutely commend her. And, you know, like you, you can, you can wrestle at any time. You know, you can go get booked out of Michigan, you know, indie show, probably any time that you wanted to, you know, if you got that itch. And the same thing goes for her. But when you're walking away from your baby, it's, it's, it's hard. And I'm just, I'm so proud of her. And I, I support her 100%. And I think that's part of it, too. I think she needed to know that she was going to be supported because a lot of people before the pandemic, it was like, if you quit Derby, you were like, 
almost blackballed from from derby people like they just kind of stop talking to you because it's like well you're not my teammate you're not in derby anymore so why do you want to talk to me and derby is supposed to be this sisterhood you know this this friendship like that's kind of why i joined in the first place was just to meet new people and you know like open up for you know friendships and relationships and then when you find out that these people that you've been in a you know on a league with for years they're not the people that you think they are and unless you're like playing derby or on their side constantly like they're not really your friend that sucks the worst you know out of sight out of mind is what happens there right right? like just imagine if all the people that you had working in the mwo like as soon as you didn't book them or as soon as you closed down the MWO, like, just imagine none of them talking to you anymore because you're not in wrestling anymore. It's like that. Like, we initially get into this shit to build relationships, you know, like, and play a really cool fucking sport, you know, and and when you're in it and you're building these relationships and you're thinking that it's real and you find out that it's not, it's the worst feeling ever. And so I think that she just wanted to make sure, you know, also that she was she was going to have that support. And she does. We all fucking support her. 100%. I feel like um, I feel like that that could be a topic unto its own. Oh, yeah. I mean, I feel like we we should send an invite to Liz to come on here to kind of to you know to speak on that i mean and and to dive a little bit deeper into what her motivation what what led to ultimately her her decision to, to walk away from this i guess for me it's a it's like a compare and contrast thing listening to what her mindset was and compare it to where mine was and you know is there common ground there yeah um because that does happen in just about any organized sport or entity like i don't care if it's a if it's like a euchre club or some shit if you quit playing or you quit hanging around those people on a regular basis you know they're by and large for a lot of them they don't hear from those people anymore and as you lay that out i'm sitting here and i'm thinking i'm kind of guilty of that and that's on my own accord because um, I got tired of being questioned about, well, let's do one more show or let's do this or let's do that. And, you know, why don't you come here and work this angle with me elsewhere? And I'm like, I have closed the door on that chapter of my life for a reason, you know, yeah. and I feel, and I felt like it wasn't respected. Uh, but, you know, we can go very, very, very deep into the weeds with yeah this particular topic so maybe we'll we'll send an invite out to liz and see if that's something that she wants to come on the air and talk about here sometime soon absolutely uh and i i i guarantee she would she loves you (laughs) well i'm a pretty big fan of her so it (laughs) it works out yeah she's she's just good people i just love she certainly is she has a good aura about her. She does. I'm just so 
I know a lot of people say it, but I don't really say it that often. Like, but I am truly blessed, like blessed and honored to be one of her friends. Like I am super beyond blessed that like she came into my life and that I, you know, I was able to meet her and kind of mentor her, you know, like when we were on a league together because she is just an amazing person, you know, and she's just my kind of fucking people. So yeah, get it. <laughs> um, anything else you want to rattle off about this week? No, sir. I think right. I've done enough bitching for today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, as we uh, start to put a bow on this week's episode, let me kind of give you the rundown on what's happening here across our platforms here on the network. Uh, new year, new opportunities, new challenges. Uh, we're embracing it all, and um, I've I had gotten I've been getting uh, some degree of feedback, ideas from the listeners, from this show, from the other shows that we do, and a common reoccurring thing keeps getting brought up as because this is now becoming a more popular aspect for all podcasts, not just ours, but like if you listen to a podcast now, chances are they now are doing not just audio presentation of it, but they're doing video too. And that's something that's been suggested to me to start actually taking the video footage of us, like you and I do this on Skype and incorporating it in onto YouTube so people can see our facial expressions and body language and all this, like listening to it's one thing, but seeing it is something totally different. So that's down. I'm actually, because of my mannerisms, I think that people would take me in a whole different way when they see my mannerisms, (laughs) you know, right. Yeah. I'm down. Something that, you know, we're, we're going to, to discuss across the board here on our network. Um, Generally speaking, the people that work with us here, like they're not afraid to be in front of a camera. Um, But it, uh, it will also depend on what, you know, what, what the topic is. Because I don't think we're, we're going to get into a habit to where we're going to put every single recording of every single show up on YouTube, because that's a lot of work. You know, yeah. to edit it and put all the bells and whistles and all that stuff. But it will start becoming a more frequent thing uh, starting this year. Um, I have live events uh, that are on my mind that I want to get booked uh, for me individually, for the network as a whole, uh, for oh. different shows. What? By the way, happy third anniversary. And you it know what was. I'm talking about. I do. Yep. Uh, the, three years ago t- today, I did my first motivational live event at Fisher Hall. Yeah, you did. <laughs> it's funny because I posted s- something about it right before I came down here to the studio to, to do this with you today. Um, because I mean, I knew it was the anniversary of it, just but it was also, like I said at the top of the program, this is my mom's birthday, and that's been... Um, 
that was a heavy thought on, on my mind today, but I also remember, like, there was a reason why my first live event was on January the 5th, uh, three yeah. years ago. And, like, I think of uh, where I was at in my life three short years ago to where I am now, and it's, you know, it's mind-blowing. Like, so much has changed, um, <laughs> both by my hand and without, you know, out of my hands. But, uh, yeah, man, it, it all started there. And, like, I started thinking about it and, like, I got to get the fuck back on stage. I got to get back out in front of a live audience. And that's I agree. one of many goals that I have here for the network. Uh, we are going to start getting the shows back on track here. Uh, tentatively speaking, we're going to be recording Turnbuckle Time Machine this weekend. Not Turnbuckle Time Machine. Power Tripping <laughs> Through the 80s for Wednesday's uh, show. Um, and then term, Turnbuckle Time Machine is going to be the last one that we get on on the rails just because it's a different approach to that show. Just, there's a We have a revolving panel of co-hosts on there. It's not just like right. me and you or, you know, Sean and I or, or, or whatever. Um, and we got to get Nikki Falsoni back, back on the Klaus to, to the Heart podcast because she, our schedules have just been complete and total opposite ends of the spectrum. And there's got to be a way to, uh, to get her back on, on, on a regular basis. So a lot of moving parts, but we're slowly getting back on the rails here for 2023. And uh, as always, we appreciate and encourage your feedback, you know, questions, comments, show topic ideas, anything of the sort. Look for us over on Facebook. Look for the real podcast. Klaus to the heart net is our official website as it stands right now. And um, the Klaus to the heart YouTube channel. So uh, anything else, Deary? Just a happy heavenly birthday to your mama. Bless your heart. Thank you. Uh, with that, go out, be awesome to yourselves and to each other this week. And we'll be back here next Saturday with a brand new episode of The Real Podcast on the PFC Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm. Mm -hmm.